At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey there. Welcome to the very first episode of 2022 here at the Brand Mary Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for what is about to be a very wild ride type of episode. Um, I'm going to be recapping my 2021. And the way that I kind of, the intention that I set while doing this is that I, I want to this episode to be vulnerable and raw and it, it will probably be kind of messy. I love listening to these types of episodes. I'm obsessed when people share like behind the scenes of their business. And I imagine if you're listening to this now, you most likely are the same way. And one of the things that I love about these types of episodes is that you can tell that there are notes, but it doesn't feel structured or scripted. And the person speaking is really kind of speaking off the cuff and really sharing details about, you know, what has happened. And that's really my intention coming in. So I'm just putting that like disclaimer right at the very beginning of this episode that it might get a little messy. It might be all over the place, but I promise if you follow along, you know me, I'll recap it at the end. But again, my intention is to really pull back the curtain and share what was it like building my multiple six-figure-a-year business in 2021? What were some of the lessons that I learned? Some of the things that didn't quite work out, the hard decisions that I had to make, and how am I carrying that into 2022? So a little backstory, a little overview. I had, I have consistently made six figures in my business since my first year. This is six figures cash in my business. And so this is something that I've been doing for a while now. I'm entering my sixth year of business. And uh, that's kind of crazy to say. Um, and in, in 2020, my business jumped um, in a way that I hadn't expected it to jump. A lot of it was coincided with the um, pandemic and the desire for everyone to move online and really grow their businesses. Um, and the fact that I had an evergreen product called You Branded, which many of you are probably familiar with. It is a branding course, was a branding course. More on that in a minute. Um, I had this product and it was already readily available. And we saw a giant uptick in May of 2020. And, and I really believe that that combined with launching Brand Mary Academy um, led to uh, the biggest jump that I had had in my business in terms of revenue, um, going from that 100,000 bucket to the 200,000 bucket. And that was a big moment for me because I was like, oh, this is fun. And it didn't, it didn't feel like I had to do a lot of extra work at that time. I had an evergreen product, so something that someone could buy at any time. I was running ads to it, and it was working like a freaking charm. And so heading into 2021, that was the intention. Continue to feed this, continue to allow that to work, continue to scale the academy um, and, and, you know, see what we could do. So I headed into 2021 with three uh, revenue goals. Uh, if you know anything about me and how I set goals in my business, I set a good, better, and best goal. So the good goal is like, this is comfortable, this would do all the things that I wanted to do, pay the bills, pay me, you know, I, I would continue to live and run my life and it would be great. Um, the better goal is like, this will give us a little bit more of play, you know, a little bit more fun. It's a little bit of a stretch. And that best goal is typically like, I want to shit my pants and hide in a closet. Okay. <laughs> Just full transparency. And so heading into 2021, my good goal was 300000 my better goal was 400 and my best was 500,000 so half a million dollars and that felt very very scary but also exciting and doable at the same time and so heading into the year last year 2021 my that was what I was working with so I had planned 
you know, how was this going to work? How was this, you know, $500,000 a year going to work? And I started to do a lot of digging and talking to my colleagues and, you know, looking into, you know, people who would help me get to that next goal. Because at the time, I was like, something really needed to shift. And I thought that it was behind the scenes of the business. Um, and the, the product suite and what I had going on on the front end would remain the same. This is important to remember. So heading into 2021, I had these big changes that I was making. And I'm actually, I'm looking at the blog right in front of my face right now. I have a blog from last year on like what I learned from 2020 and what I was taking into 2021. And I want to share what my goals were for 2021, what my intentions were to then lead into how did all that actually play out? So the first intention that I had going into 2021 was to really protect my time as a business owner. So this was something that in 2020, I, when I had doubled, we had doubled the cash revenue from the year before, um, I realized that, okay, I didn't have to sacrifice a lot of my time in order to do that. And I wanted to continue to really honor that. I also had a lot, we had a lot of trips planned in 2021. Um, and I knew that I really wanted to have the space to take, take those on. So one of the things that I had planned on doing and did do was hiring. So I was like, all right, if I need to protect my time, everyone is telling me, you know, hire, make these hires, and then that'll also help me get to that income level that I ultimately wanted to get to. So that was number one, all right? Protect my time as a business owner, hire. Hire, 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 get help. The second thing that I wanted to do was constantly be 30 days ahead with my content creation. Now, this is a fun one. I actually kind of forgot that this was an intention of mine, which is funny. But I had been experimenting in 2020 with, you know, uh, my content and going from creating weekly content like every week to, you know, two weeks ahead and then, you know, a whole month ahead. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And so my intention heading into 2021 was to continue and have 30 days of content at a time. If you know anything about what happened in 2021, I ended up getting 90 days ahead. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But this, this whole idea of like being ahead with my content, being really strategic with it, streamlining my systems and workflow, that was a big intention for me in 2021. I also had recognized that it was about high quality, consistent content. So there is a book that I love called Clockwork and full transparency, I haven't read the whole entire thing, <laughs> but I have read a lot of it. And one of the things that I absolutely love about this book is they talk about the queen bee role of your company, of your business. And the queen bee role is not someone, it is a moving part of your business. And at Brand Mary, we know that this role is content, high quality, consistent content. And so this was something that I wanted to make a top priority last year without taking up more of my time. I had been doing a lot of live video and that is how I had been creating my content before, but I just didn't want to do that in 2021. And so I had rolled out creating YouTube videos and that was going to be my new main way of creating high value content. Um, and so that was the intention heading into the year last year. I also knew that I wanted to give a lot of energy and attention to Pinterest and Google. I had seen so much of a website traffic increase in 2020 because of this. And I wanted to continue to put my attention on those areas showing up on social media still to like be there and have fun, but not making it a top priority for me. And then um, another lesson that I had learned that I wanted to bring into the new year, 2021, was just really focusing on data. And so looking at my monthly ad spend, and I'm reading this line from the blog, I said, in 2020, I increased my monthly budget for ad spend and it paid off. So that was my intention going into the new year, to continue to scale my ad spend, to continue to scale you branded and grow it. Um, you know, to hit that that big half a million dollar mark. 
So those were the intentions. This is where I was heading into the year. What happened? That's the question, right? So the first thing that I want to share with you is a big picture overview of the year, kind of a month to month. What were the big things that happened that I think, you know, really impacted the year as a whole? Then my big takeaways and what I'm doing looking ahead. So in January of 2021, we kicked it off with launching Brand Mary Academy. For those of you that don't know, Brand Mary Academy, which you will hear about a lot in this podcast, um, is my marketing membership. And it is where I teach entrepreneurs how to consistently market their business and attract quality leads without relying on social media. And every January, yes, every January, we launch the Academy. Now, um, Primary Academy, when we did the launch in January, I had the biggest launch to date. It was crazy and it was it was fun. We had a giant freaking hiccup though. For those of you that don't remember, um, I was working with an ads team at the time. More on that in a bit. I have a lot to say about this. Um, but I was working with an ads team at the time. So I had been um, running ads to my live webinar that I was doing. We had thousands of people signed up. I think we were close to like 4,000 people maybe. I don't know. It was insane. Um, it was the most that I've ever had for a webinar, hands down. And on the day of the webinar, I was using a platform that I had used countless times with no problem and it didn't work. People were having trouble. They couldn't see. Um, some people were fine. Not everybody was. It was like a whole thing. So near the beginning of the webinar, we decided to switch and move over to Zoom in the chaos that happened moving to Zoom, um, I forgot to make the capacity of the room bigger. So it capped at 100. And I didn't realize that until I was already, what, like 30 minutes into the webinar. And by that point, you're just like, you just keep going and you send the replay. So we had a giant, giant sign up for this webinar and only 100 people got to attend live. And it was a shit show. It was a mess behind the scenes. I remember finishing it and I was talking to Delena in Slack and she was like, the webinar went great, but oh my gosh, the inbox. And it was really bad. And I just sat at my desk and I was like, oh my gosh, how do I handle this? And, you know, it all worked out. Uh, I ended up obviously sending a very sincere apology because I felt like crap that all these people had carved out time in their day to attend live and they couldn't attend live and then didn't get in a room and, and our communication wasn't clear because we had done it the last minute. It was a big lesson for me as a CEO. And, um, and I ended up sending that and extending the replay and extending the bonuses. And of course, we had a few people who were really mad and sent some nasty messages, but the majority of people, y'all who are probably still here, were like, wow, this was awesome to watch you handle this situation. And I, you know, and we appreciate the extension. And it all worked out. And like I said, it ended up being the biggest launch. So I had a $47,000 launch. It was, that's $47,000 in sales, just so we are all clear and transparent. Uh, Brand Mary Academy is a 12-month commitment, was at the time of this launch in 2021. 20, uh, and so that is $47,000 sales over the course of a year, right? However, a majority of those people paid an annual. So that money came in. So it ended up actually being my high, second highest grossing month of the year, um, and it was a $38,000 cash month, which was awesome to start the year like that. I was like, well, okay, I'm feeling good, feeling really good. So that's how we kicked off the year, and it felt absolutely amazing. Then in February, I started to make some adjustments to the team that I had hired. So in January to in a, well, kind of actually December, December of the year before in, you know, anticipation for a big year, I had done a lot of hiring. As I had mentioned, this was something that 
I had been advised to do. It is something that if you are in the online space, you probably hear about non-freaking-stop. Uh, Delena had already been part of the team for over a year and working beautifully. Like, we're still working together, and I loved it. But I had felt like I needed to hire an ads manager, and I needed to hire somebody to handle, like, cancellations and customer service requests. And then, so I hired two companies to do that. Um, and then I had promoted my graphic designer at the time into a marketing manager role. So there was a lot happening. We had just come off this giant launch and I felt like I was managing a lot of people and I was spending all of my time in meetings and getting people information and doing things that I was feeling a little uninspired and was having a really hard time like, yeah, like just kind of navigating it. I had this feeling in the back of my head that was like, this is too much. Like, you didn't need to do all this. This was a little excessive. It's time to calm down. And not from a like, you paid all these people money type of situation, but like, it was taking more of my time <laughs> to have all these people help me than before. So in February, I had made the decision to actually stop working with my, um, with the team that I had hired to handle my customer service. And I had started to notice that my Evergreen course, You Branded, that had done so well in 2020, which was the reason for the big growth that I had experienced in 2020, I started to notice that the ads like weren't doing well. And so the money had kind of stalled coming in. So we had been shifting and playing and doing all this different stuff with it. And it still wasn't working. And if you know anything about me, you know I love to play. I love to go in, change up some stuff, see if it works, give it time, all of that. But there was this feeling in my gut that was like, this just feels a little off. Something's not working. Something's like, I felt like the communication that I had with the agency wasn't going well. I felt like um, they weren't super clear on, you know, my intentions and who this program was for. It in full transparency, I definitely didn't spend as much as a lot of their other clients did. So I don't think I had like the top players <laughs> at the agency, which I completely understand. But it felt very disconnected and felt very icky. I remember I remember February and March just being a lot of me bitching to my husband about like this team, quote unquote, that I had built and how it was feeling. And finally, I was like, okay, we're, we, we're not going to do this anymore. This feels like crap. So I broke my contract. Not broke, it ended. So that was nice. I ended my contract with both of those uh, companies that I was working with. And I spent most of March and April redoing the funnel for You Branded. So updating things, um, you know, making it uh, on demand, making an on-demand webinar, making it a little bit easier for people to access. And that felt really, really good. And then around the same time, so many of the iOS updates started rolling out with Facebook ads. And so if you follow marketing trends at all and you've paid attention to marketing at all in 2021, you know that with the iOS update uh, tracking website traffic, pixel traffic, all that stuff um, went to the shitter because we could no longer track people who opted out of that. Now, this is such a tricky conversation to have because as a consumer, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm all about privacy. Do not get me wrong. Um, although I love being retargeted because then I it makes my shopping that much easier. Like, seriously. But as a small business owner, it sucked. It really sucked because so much of what had been working was retargeting people who had been to my website, who had read my blog, who had already been connected with my, my business already, had gotten value from my business. And now I was using advertising as a way to, you know, send them through the funnel and give them this opportunity to buy. That's why it had worked so well. And suddenly it didn't work the same way. And that was a big shock for me. I mean, we all saw it coming, um, but I think there was that like those rose colored glasses on that was like, 
this worked so well in 2020. If we just continue to scale this and put that money towards it, then this is going to be what what leads to that, you know, half a million dollar year. And then to see that like, whoa, buddy, these ad costs are astronomical. And it's the webinar itself is not converting the way that it was because it's not a super warm audience and all these different factors that went into play. There was so much pivoting that was happening behind the scenes in March and April. And um, I ultimately decided to just shut off my ads and move away from Facebook and start, continue really, running ads on Pinterest. I had had tremendous uh, results with Pinterest advertising already. The ROI was already a lot higher. Facebook was still giving me, you know, good leads, but it was becoming so complicated. So I ended up just shutting it off and kind of allocating my money to, to Pinterest. So that's what was kind of happening behind the scenes. We had just come off this massive launch, which was freaking phenomenal. And then I was really trying to figure out, like, what do I do with you branded now? How does this work? What do we do? Obviously, letting go of those uh, team members. And around the same time, um, like around May-ish now, my marketing manager also decided that she didn't want to do this anymore either. Um, she just didn't really want to do the online business stuff anymore. Wanted to focus more on like in-person type of stuff, which amazing. And we had both kind of felt that like this wasn't necessarily working in the way that either of us really loved it to work anyways, but we're scared to speak up. So many freaking lessons before May, let me tell you. So I went from hiring three new people slash companies to having one, Delena. And once it was all said and done, I felt so good. And that was, I think, my first lesson and my biggest lesson um, was that I hired, I felt like I hired way too quickly. And this is something I don't think it, people talk about <laughs> on online. And we're hearing all of these messages about hiring team, hiring team. And, you know, if you don't have team, you can't scale. And you should have this team member and this team member. And honestly, that might work for a lot of people, but for me, it made things way more complicated. I love running a lean business. I call it a minimalist business. And I can make really great money and do amazing things and, ha and, and show up and create tons of content and all of that with a small team and, and better systems. And that is something that I've always done. And I went into the year thinking, well, that won't work. And um, it caused some mental fatigue in my brain during that time. Um, it also made me realize that I really don't like managing people. And that was a huge lesson because, you know, I think I thought in my brain as a CEO, you need to manage all of these different people. And I realized that that's not something that I love doing. And so... I'm so fortunate that Delena has been with Brand Mary now for over a year, almost two years, I think. She's also a former client of mine. And um, that is a conversation that we've had more and more this year of like, okay, this is a role that you're then going to take on when we do add team members again. But for now, our goal is to just optimize running the business and um, do it with the two of us for a long time. Now, one other group of hires that I did make at the beginning of 2021 were um, support team members inside of Brand Mary Academy. This was an excellent move and an excellent hire. And so for me, I didn't, I realized I didn't need help at the back end of the business. We actually were doing fine. <laughs> what I wanted more help with was caring for my clients and the forward-facing parts. So within Brand Mary Academy, we brought on Tani as our mindset mentor, and we brought on Ash as a habits coach. 
And so that was phenomenal. They're both still doing that as we head into the new year. And it's been such an amazing addition to the academy. So it really elevated the value of the academy and then took more work off of my shoulders. And so I still did achieve that, you know, bring on team members, but I think it ended up being different than what I had intended it to be at the beginning of the year. So that was kind of like a big lesson that I had learned is like you really need to hire a team based on what you need and what works for you and your style of running a business and be really strategic with it and don't just be willy-nilly with it. Um, so that was, th- I think that's one of my biggest lessons from last year. And it happened right at the beginning of the year in like Q1, Q2. So there you have it. So we've got the giant uh, Academy launch, you know, giant for me anyways, in January. We've got the February, March, a little bit of April, really just spent trying to figure out what do we do with you, Brandon? How does this work out? Um, and... And then we head into May and we did another Academy launch. And that was good. That one felt pretty easy. It wasn't as big as January, um, but it was it was great. We brought in new members. It felt kind of like, you know, a, a well-oiled machine. Very exciting. And I started to realize in May that my love for Brand Mary Academy was growing so much. I had all of these ideas for what I wanted to do with the membership. I had brought on the coaches. I had, we had revamped some of the marketing courses. We had added a brand new website course. And I started to really realize that like this was the direction that I wanted to go in, that I really wanted to make this my main focus. But being May... Um, getting ready to start traveling like crazy over the summer, I didn't want to do any crazy shifting or any crazy things mid-year because one of the things that was really important to me in um, 2021 were these trips and really experimenting with taking these vacations with my family and stepping away from work for extended periods of time. And how did the business run? And how did we do? And how did money? It was a complete experimental process. And more on how that all kind of played out. But I did start to have this feeling like, wow, the Academy is something special. Like what we've created is so good and so valuable. And selling it is so fun. And it never feels like work that I started to really ponder what would it be like if this was my only product, which was nuts because I've always had a lot of products. So that led us to June. In June, my family and I went to Hawaii. It was so awesome. I legit stepped away from my business for almost two weeks. It was the first time that I had ever done that. And... Um, it, it really just kind of reinstated in me this, uh, this sustainable business idea. Like what sustainability looked like for me and my business and being able to go for two weeks and explore and have these, you know, trips and then come back and grind it out and then go and then grind. And like I really loved that rhythm and that really served me. Um, and I wanted more of it, like so much more of it. And so that was kind of like a little taste of what we definitely are bringing into 2022 with the style of travel within my family. Um, we have definitely learned that going for, you know, three months and, you know, hopping around and doing all those different things is not something that we want to do at this stage, especially with our son. And so what we really realized is that, like, we want to go for, like, two weeks, go really hard, come back, like, have so much fun, no work, just play, and then come back and do our routine and have our grounding. We really love having – we are a habit family. So, like – our routines and, um, you know, me sitting at my office desk and like those different things are really, really good for me and really, really good for business. And so that is a rhythm that we're now taking into 2022. And it's something that we learned in 2021, which was pretty freaking cool. So I came back from Hawaii at the end of June 
And I was prepping, prepping to go to Greece for three months. Um, and so I got this idea. I was like, all right, I could either stop creating content while I'm gone, which did not sound very exciting for me and really didn't match with my philosophies when it comes to content creation. Or I can really challenge myself and spend one month creating 90 days of content. And that is what I did. If you don't know how this played out, I can definitely share a little behind the scenes. But the best thing that you can do is watch my vlog on my YouTube channel. You can go to brandmary.com slash YouTube and look at the vlog. So I actually documented the whole process and what it was like to record 12, um, 12 podcast episodes, 12 YouTube videos, like the editing, the organization, all of that. But it was successful and I loved it. The whole time we were in Greece, I didn't have to create content. And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. This is something I am doing next year, (laughs) 100%. And so it's actually, it is something that we are doing um, today in and of itself. I'm recording four podcast episodes. So this idea of batching 90 days worth of content is something that I am focused on in 2021, or 2022, I knew that that was going to happen, 2022, because I understand the value of high value content. I know consistently showing up is incredibly important and always leads to an increase in sales in my business. I like doing it. I love creating content. And this whole like, let's just get it done and then not have to worry about it for three months was way too much fun. And so we're doing the same thing this year. So July was like a really big um, systems check for us at Brand Mary. It's, you know, Delana and I, um, you know, working on everything. My husband edits my podcast and my YouTube videos. Um, Delana and I are doing the transcripts, you know, the the formatting, the posting, scheduling, the all that kind of stuff. I also brought on a new graphic designer at this time as well, which was incredibly helpful. And so we really kind of like streamlined this entire process in July. And now we're just repeating it, repeating it, repeating it this year, which is awesome. And so that challenge that I did for myself um, was so fun and it taught me so much and um, is definitely something that I'm carrying into this year. So that set me up then for Greece. I was in Greece with my family August, September, and half of October. And I feel like I didn't do anything. Delena often jokes that she felt like I was working. And I definitely was. Like I was writing emails. We were prepping for the Roadmap to Freedom launch that was happening right when I came home. Um, But I also felt like I didn't do anything. Like there were many days where I laid out by the pool or laid out by the beach and didn't do anything. I took very few client calls while I was gone. I had really kind of minimized my one-on-one coaching to a very select few individuals. Um, I didn't take on any new clients, so I wasn't overwhelmed with calls or anything like that. And Greece was such an interesting experience and learning curve for both life and business. So from a life standpoint, as I shared already, my family realized that that's a really long time (laughs) to be hopping around and traveling. And we're really good at it. We could absolutely do it. But we noticed that like what we do better is very intense travel. So we would go for like two weeks. We'd be going hard. We'd go out every day. We'd go, you know, adventure and then we'd get tired. (laughs) And so we'd take like a week and we'd chill and we'd rest and we'd do nothing. And then we'd do it again. And we realized that like that's probably not going to change. That's been my husband and I's style since we were first married, we've always done these like intense trips for like a week or two weeks and then come back, you know, to life and and relax from our insane vacation. Um, And so we realized as a family that one of the things that we didn't really desire were these long drawn out trips that we would love to do, you know, two weeks at a place, come back for like three weeks, go again for two weeks, come back two weeks, so on and so forth. So that is something that we definitely learned and are bringing into the the year ahead. Another thing that happened, um, if you remember back to, you know, March, April, May, when you branded stopped 
working the way that it had been working before, selling passively. It was still working. Like it was still selling. It just was not making the $10,000, $15,000 months that it had been making before. And so I went into this trip without kind of realizing that. And so didn't have a ton of passive income coming in. So not only didn't I, did I not want to work or promote anything, but um, I also didn't have a ton of passive income coming in. So needless to say, August, August and September were low months over here at Brand Mary. Um, we hovered right around 20K, which is something I'm incredibly grateful to have um, in my business. I remember when I wanted 5K months, but it definitely wasn't leading to that half a million dollar year that we all remember from the beginning of this episode. So about mid-year, I was like, huh, okay, well, that didn't really play out the way that I had kind of intended it. And honestly, it was, I think, I think in the grand scheme of things, it worked out perfectly because I realized around that time that I didn't have a love for you, Branded, like I had had before, that I had really started as I mentioned, to see the benefit and the possibilities with Brand Mary Academy. And the way that I'm able to support members inside of the academy with updated content and answering questions and group coaching calls and different things like that always felt more in alignment with how I like to show up and serve than a passive course where I never know your name and never see your face. And so as things weren't quite working out, I started to have those conversations with myself around this time of like, well, what do you want? And that is when I decided that at the end of 2021, I would get rid of you branded. And that was a lot of back and forth. And it was a lot of, oh my gosh, am I going to do this? What am I, you know, what am I doing? Da, da, da. But I, I had gotten to see well, if I'm not making a bunch of money with this program, you know, what are the possibilities? And I could have obviously pivoted again and redone the funnel. I could have obviously adjusted my messaging and all of those different things. There are a million things I could have done, but what it taught me was that I didn't really want to do those things, right? Like I, I just didn't want to do it because I didn't have the same kind of attachment and desire for you branded to work out as I had had when I first created it. And so that was a big lesson for me. Um, it was a lot easier of a pill to swallow while laying by the pool in Greece, I'm not going to lie. But you know what? <laughs> that was um, that was definitely uh, a big takeaway. So I had decided around August that I was no longer going to offer you branded at the end of the year and um, started thinking about like, what does that shift look like? How how do we do this, right? How, how, how do we phase the program out? Where do I offer branding support? What does this look like? And ultimately decided that I would create branding content inside of Brand Mary Academy. And so to work with me, to learn about branding and marketing, you would be inside of Brand Mary Academy. And it felt so simple and easy to just be like, this is it, this is the offer. But at the same time, of course, it was like, ah, one offer, the one offer, heebie-jeebies, I started definitely feeling that. I think another, a couple other big lessons that I learned while in Greece, I mean, it was such a monumental time in my life um, and for my family. It was an experience like no other, and I'm so freaking thankful for it. I mean, living in another country for almost three months um, as a family was just something we had always wanted to do, and we got to do it, and that was amazing. Um, but a couple of the other things that I had, you know, realized was that I didn't do like a giant push or anything before I started taking this trip. So again, I had some low, lower than I would have liked months, um, because I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I wasn't working. Um, I was doing the very, very bare minimum. I didn't have a passive funnel that was performing in the way that it had. So that gave me, you know, just like a, a note in the back of my mind is like if I wanted to do these big trips again to really kind of prepare them or schedule them on the back end of maybe a launch or something where the money is coming in 
and then we have this, you know, we have some something working in the background, evergreen that's working, that's also supplementing that income. And then those two pieces together, um, you know, would allow for the money to continue to flow while I'm not doing anything, right? And so, like I mentioned, I was still hitting that, like, medium, or, you know, bare minimum that I had for my income, but it definitely wasn't what I needed to hit that half a million dollar mark. It was far from it, to be honest. So that was a big one. Like my vacation prep, I did so well with prepping the content, but the last launch I had had was in May and then didn't really sell anything in June and July and then left in August. So, you know, doing something else in July would have probably been really beneficial. But alas, we live and we learn. Another thing that I realized while I was in Greece was that I no longer wanted to do a lot of one-on-one work. Um, And that was something I had been honestly thinking about for maybe two years now, but it just never felt like the right time. I I love my clients. I love my one-on-one clients. I'd been working with so many of them for years, some of them three four years, some of them two, some of them one. Um, So I had been working with my one-on-one clients for a really long time. And I had been offering these VIP intensives where you could work with me for 30 days. I didn't take any of those intensive clients while I was in Greece. And that was a a smart move on my part. And my one-on-one clients, um, I had, like I had said, I had kind of narrowed it down a bit, um, didn't renew a few clients so that I could have like, maybe like, I think I had like four. So I only had four calls, you know, every month. And that worked well, but I just kept feeling this pull of like, not really loving the one-on-one coaching and how I had it structured. I had been doing one-on-one coaching. It was the very first thing that I offered in my business. It's what I credit to getting me to six figures. It has been a big role in my in moneymaker for me in business all of these years that it was really scary. I was now at a place where I was like, okay, I don't want to have you branded anymore. I want to figure out another way to support clients or with branding that isn't this program. And oh, and I also want to stop doing one-on-one. I was like, what am I doing? Let's just burn it all down, Michelle. Why don't we? But uh, this is exactly how I was feeling. And I spent a lot of that time in Greece thinking about it. Like, what does this look like? What do I want to do? Around the same time, I was reading, rereading the book, The Big Leap. Um, The Big Leap is a fantastic book. If you haven't read it, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, it's sensational. And in the book, they talk about your zone of excellence. So you have your zone of greatness, which is like, you're great at these things. I'm great at one-on-one coaching. I'm great at getting on the phone with individuals and saying like, here's what's going on, here's what's wrong, now let's fix it, you know, and doing that every single month. And as I was reading through the book and kind of doing the exercises, I realized that my zone of excellence is strategic planning. So I'm great at branding. I'm great at marketing. I'm still doing those things. But when it came to my one-on-one and what I really envisioned for the future, it was this very strategic planning of hey, let's look at your goals for the year. Let's meet every quarter and map out your quarterly plans. The things that I do already in my business that come very naturally to me, that a lot of people, it's not natural for them and that's fine, you know? That's why we hire help (laughs) because somebody else's strength might be our weakness. And so I had this desire and I started mapping out what would this look like and my strategic planning program was born. And so all of this was happening in Greece. All of this happened in Greece. I got all of these ideas. Poor Delena, I'm messaging her. I'm like, all right, we're going to stop one-on-one at the end of the year. Your brand is going to go away. We're going to put all of our attention towards the academy. I'm launching a new strategic planning program and here we are. (laughs) So those two months, although not the most profitable in business, I think were the most um, important, honestly. And they led to so many of the things that I've decided to do um, moving forward, which we'll talk about at the very, very end. So we're in October now. We're in October of 2021. Delena and I have been working 
really hard up until this point. Um, four months preparing for the Roadmap to Freedom launch. We are prepping for it. I get back from Greece, I think, on October 13th. Delena is here in St. Louis, which was fantastic. I think I slept, and then we were back to work on the 15th. We had, and doors opened to pre-enrollment, and the Niche Challenge happened the next Monday. It was insane. It was insane. But we had done so much prep work that it honestly felt pretty easy. And I say that because the prep work wasn't easy. Like there was a lot of work that went into it, but then the launch itself felt very effortless. You know, I got to just show up, have fun, do my stuff. And it ended up being a fantastic launch for Roadmap to Freedom. Um, For those of you that don't know, Roadmap to Freedom is my group coaching program that I have had for five years now. And um, I lead a small group of entrepreneurs through 90 days of um, intense training and support, weekly modules, step-by-step setting up their business from the very beginning, um, coaching calls with me, a very active Facebook group, and you know, coach calls with our, with our team, with uh, our mindset mentor specifically. And so we had a really, really great launch in October. And um, I should have pulled that number for you. I It's not the exact number, but it's very, very close. It was like 43,000 in sales. Um, so another really fantastic launch. Very, very exciting. And then I got very tired. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Well, that's all done. Now I just want to take a little bit of a nap. And um, I am really good at listening to my body. And so I am always super thankful for that because I I get tired, but I never feel like I get burnt out. I just get to a place where I'm like, all right, it's time to take a step back and kind of chill for a bit. So honestly, November and December were a lot of behind the scenes. I don't want to say nothing because stuff was happening, but I didn't create a bunch of new content. I repurposed a lot of old content for the podcast. I didn't uh, release any new YouTube videos. I, um, uh, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of new stuff. I wasn't creating, I hadn't planned on really doing a big launch. Um, and, and I went on vacation with my husband. So like, it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. But one of the things that we did that was fun is one day while I was in the shower, and this is this whole like intuitive business, like really listening to yourself and thinking like, okay, how do we want to do this? Like, what feels like a good idea? Let me feel it in my body. Let me go back and forth. Like really assessing these ideas is I got this idea in the shower in Asheville that I wanted to do a webinar right before Thanksgiving, right? Okay, why not? And I wanted to share, you know, 10 lessons for marketing in 2022. And I hadn't planned on doing a webinar. Uh, Truth be told, I don't really love spontaneous webinars. I typically do like two a year and that's it. But I really love this idea and I had a lot of, you know, fun ideas to share. And so I was like, let's just do it. So within like a few days, I whipped up a landing page, you know, reminder emails, put together a webinar and I had this webinar. And um, it was the week of Thanksgiving and I was leaving the following week to go to the Dominican with my husband and take the whole week off of business. So no clients, no email, no nothing. So I did this (laughs) webinar and I had, you know, it's the week of Thanksgiving, not a great show up rate. And, you know, it was a good webinar. I felt really good about what I had delivered, but I didn't make any sales on the webinar. And I was like, okay, well, I know this content's really good. I know that this can work. And so I I remember sitting in my office, because this wasn't that long ago. I remember sitting in my office and going, how do I pivot? Or as my coach says, how do I zag? Everyone, you know, zigs, how do I zag? How do I zag? So what I decided to do was something I had never done before. And I decided to make the webinar available for almost two weeks. So to have the replay available and put it in my Instagram, talk about it in my emails and just, you know, make it 
you can watch this. Here you go. Here's this webinar. You can watch it. Um, in the webinar, I was giving 10 tips for uh, obviously improving your marketing for 2022, but I also was sharing Brand Mary Academy. And then I had scheduled like, you know, emails uh, to go out during that time that I was going to be on vacation. And that was it. I didn't have social media content scheduled. I wasn't planning on showing up on Insta stories, doing any of that. <laughs> we ended up doing a $21,000 launch while I was in the Dominican Republic. And Delayton and I were like, oh my gosh, this non-launch was so much fun. And honestly, I think that's what I really needed as we were closing out the year. Because A, it reaffirmed once again that Brand Mary Academy is just fucking great. And it's good. And how we talk about it and what it is and what it provides and the testimonials and what people have to say are good and are solid. I whipped up those emails within like 24 hours to go out over a week and it was easy. It was easy for me to write about it. It was fun. It felt good, right? And I didn't even show up on social media. I just sent emails. And so it was really fun to like trust myself in that moment as a business owner. If you're listening to this, you probably can like think of a moment where you did the same thing. But to trust myself in that moment and it work. And, you know, trust myself to have the webinar, even though it was only in like five days and I didn't follow my normal two-week prep. And to trust myself to extend the replay and, you know, trust myself to write those emails and do all this, even though I was leaving for a week. And so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. So we ended up launching the Academy for the last time, a non-launch as we like to call it over here now at Brand Mary. It was email marketing only. Um, and we raised the price. So I did something really scary. I When I was sitting down to really start thinking about 2022, I realized that the amount of value that we are giving inside of Brand Mary Academy is absolutely insane. And that if someone came into the academy, they would not need to invest in other support. Because inside of the academy, we have marketing already. We've got website. We've got strategic calls with myself. We've got mindset calls with our mindset mentor. We've got habits and sustainability calls with our habits coach. We've got Delena with tech support. We have a community. We have a place to ask questions. And we are rolling out branding. And it was now becoming the like key to entrepreneurship, sustainable entrepreneurship for entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this, this is, this is what, when I realized in May that I wanted this to happen, this is what I wanted. And it felt so good. It felt so fun. So we raised the price. We raised the price inside of Brand Mary Academy from $97 a month to $147 a month. And it's still hella cheap. I mean, I'm in a membership that's $300 a month. So it's still super affordable. And yes, I have plans on raising it even more. But it was still a big jump. And... um and rightfully so, because of what we've now built it into. So we ended this non-launch in November. We had a giant planning summit for the Academy at the beginning of December. I went on vacation the week of December 21st. We launched you branded for the final time. It is no longer available. Um, we launched you branded for the final time. And, um, and then I got COVID. So that was fun. <laughs> and here I am now. <laughs> oh, full transparency. And that was my year in a nutshell. You know, one thing I think that's really important to share is that sometimes you're going to make decisions in your business that aren't just going to happen overnight. I think most of the decisions that I made in 2021, 
I had an inkling, I had a like an instinct that this was a shift that I needed to make. But then I sat with it and I waited and I didn't impulsively do, I didn't impulsively like change something um, or get rid of something or, you know, I sat with it. And that's what happened with the team situation. And that's what happened with Bramary Academy and building it to what it is now. That's what happened with you branded. You know, people often are like, oh, you branded, you know, was it not making money? I mean, this year you branded brought in $63,000 passively. There's nothing wrong with that. I could have kept it going. But one of my goals in this next year is focus, focus and scalability. And it's scary to think that Brand Mary Academy is now the way to work with me. Brand Mary Academy is now the way the majority of people will work with Brand Mary. But it also makes it feel easier because now everything I do points to the Academy. Every blog, every podcast, every YouTube, every everything points to the Academy. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that focus. I'm excited for that clarity. I'm excited for that ease. So that is a big thing. That is a big, big thing. Um, We did not hit half a million at the end of the year. Uh, Did hit 300K and very, very excited and proud about that. And I know why we didn't hit half a million. I'm very clear on why that didn't happen. I've just shared most of them with you. And, um, but it still felt like a freaking amazing year. And that's one of the reasons I love setting those good, better, best goals. Because imagine if my only goal was that and then it didn't happen. And then I didn't acknowledge all the amazing areas that I did grow and all the amazing things that did happen. This was, 2021 was the first year I actually stepped away from my business for extended periods of time and was like, everything will be fine. And it was. And that was such a big lesson and something that I will be carrying into 2022. And so I had this intention going into the new year of stepping into my CEO role. And in my mind, that meant hiring team, right? Turns out I still stepped into my CEO role, but it happened differently for me. It was actually having less team and better systems and the right people, right? It was about time off. That is huge for me. Traveling and being present, taking my weekends off, not taking calls on Fridays. I was like, no calls on Fridays. I think I did two Fridays and that was it for scheduling reasons. That was something that I honored. And so it was this The year unexpectedly taught me a lot about sustainability, and that is something that I am bringing in to 2022. So as I look ahead, I think the biggest things are, again, focus, Brand Mary Academy. That is the focus. That is my baby. The amount of just support and high-level programs that are are in this program already and will be adding to is amazing. I am so excited for so many of you to finally join us inside of this program and get this level of support. We have once again planned for a scary poop my pants, hide in a closet goal of $1 million. And some of you might be hearing that. And I can't believe I just said that out loud. And part of me wants to delete that part of the podcast, but I'm going to keep it anyways. I know it's possible. And it's very scary. That's a big jump in case you're keeping track. But I'm excited to play and see how it how I how it happens. So that's that best goal, you know, that we're all talking about. Really focus on sustainability, doing that while still focusing on sustainability and continuing to finesse my marketing. You know, a couple things that I learned about marketing in general last year were A having your brand and having a solid brand is freaking everything. I am so glad I did that branding work when I did. I'm so glad that I'm a branding mentor and can help other people do the same thing because, oh my gosh, it makes marketing and pivoting and everything so much easier. I also, again, just kind of reaffirmed the 
idea that email marketing is gold and that email marketing is everything. Because in the January launch, majority of our sales came from email marketing. When we launched in May, email marketing. Roadmap to Freedom, email marketing. That November launch where I actually tested my own theory and didn't share things on social media and go crazy on Instagram stories, email marketing. So I will continue to show up and that is the place to be if you want all the goodies from Brand Mary and really encourage you, my community members, to focus on your email marketing in the new year because it is where the money is at. I promise. The other big lesson, and I'm going to talk about this in next week's podcast where I'm sharing my 2022 marketing trends, is not is continuing to make sure that I do not have all my marketing in one basket. So I launched my YouTube channel at the beginning of 2021 in February and um, loved it and will continue to do that this year. We've got new episodes coming out on the 17th. Continue to take November and December off. That feels really, really good for me, um, but have fresh new content the rest of the year. Last year, I also launched Brand Mary, um, this this podcast, (laughs) this podcast right here. I launched this podcast in June, which was also an impromptu decision. I love it. I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I ran with it. New episodes coming here every single Thursday. Um, Those were two really big things for me um, in terms of core content. I had always had one core piece of content. Now I have two. I have the YouTube channel. video and the podcast every single week, both different topics. And diversifying where I put that content out. So obviously we've got YouTube and we've got podcasting, but the blog, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, um, those are my main ones right now. But diversifying that even more because one of the things that happened, and this will probably be the last big lesson that I share with you is um, in October, we had around the time the launch was happening, we noticed a drastic decrease on Pinterest. And Pinterest has been my number one traffic driver for years. And we started noticing it. We were like, what is going on? We noticed that my website kept getting unlinked on the back end, which didn't make any sense. So I was losing all my analytics. I lost all of my analytics since 2017. Oh, still not over it, but I'll get over it. And everything started shifting. So around that time, I started doing a lot of digging. I'm in a lot of communities with creators on Pinterest. I have a contact at Pinterest. And they're like, well, we're making updates. We're making updates. Um, one of the big things that happened is we saw more and more people get onto the platform which was great, but you know anytime that happens, then the platform's like, let's change everything. And so when they change everything, those of us have been doing it have to change everything and kinks happen. And so I was not the only one that was experiencing this crazy decline. Um, But it taught me that it doesn't matter what platform it is, you still can't put all your eggs in one platform. And I've never done that, and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm going to continue to not do that in 2022. <laughs> so we had that that giant decline. I ended up um, basically getting as much information as I could from Pinterest, from other creators, digging the and scouring the internet for weeks, figured out what was going on, what was happening, um, redid our strategy, started seeing results taught the new strategy as quickly as possible inside of the academy, literally redid the entire Pinterest mini course. Um, So they had the fresh stuff. And then now we're seeing the growth and it's great. But holy shit, was that stressful. So, so stressful. Um, But again, just another lesson that like these platforms, we do not own these platforms. This is why email marketing is so important because you need to get people on your email list. That is so, so key so that you can sell right? Even though this was happening on Pinterest and I don't have a crazy engagement rate or anything fancy happening on Instagram. I show up there for fun mostly, but my main traffic driver plummeted. I still had my highest month that month. I still had a $43,000 cash month that month. And that's because of my email list. So I cannot stress enough how important 
your email list is and diversifying your your marketing is and really trusting yourself and and listening to your intuition when it comes to business and and running with fun ideas that you have and seeing how they play out and also having those hard conversations with yourself of like is this the end of the life for this product or this program maybe it is so as we head into 2022 we are gearing up for some really exciting stuff we are opening the doors to Brand Mary Academy at the end of this month, um, which again, like I've said, you want to be in this program. You need to be in this program, if we're being honest, to have the branding support, website systems, and marketing strategies offside, outside of social media, and so much more. It is going to be the central hub for entrepreneurs to get the support that they need. Think about it as like an academy, a university, a, a place where you go to excel your business, to learn all of the things that you need to do to excel your to excel your business. So we'll be opening the doors at the end of this month, and um, you have an opportunity to join the waitlist right now. So if you go to Brand Mary dot com slash academy you can join the waitlist and um, be the first to know we have a really amazing pre-enrollment opportunity for waitlisters only if you are on the waitlist you will have an opportunity to not only get a special price um so not pay 147 a month but the very first person who joins will get their entire year inside of the academy free what crazy. So um, make sure you join the wait list. Um, go to brandmary.com slash academy and um, stay tuned because we have lots of other fun things planned for the year. Well, I hope that this was fun. Um, it felt structured, I hope. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like I covered a lot of bases. I feel like I shared a lot of information with you. So if you have any questions, follow-up questions, I'd love to chat with you over on Instagram. You can DM me at Michelle Knight Co. I would also love for you to write a review of this podcast. If you've been listening for a while and you haven't written a review, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review on the Brand Mary Podcast. It means so much and um, will really help us grow the podcast this year, which is a huge intention that I have. It only takes you a few minutes minutes to do it. And if you want to shoot me a screenshot over on Instagram, I will send you coffee on me as a special thank you. And if you don't want coffee, you can just write the podcast. That's fine too. And I'll just send you a big old heart and an air hug. Okay. Um, so head over to brandmary.com slash academy to join the waitlist so you can be the first to know when doors open to Brand Mary Academy at the end of this month. We're going to have a big old party, big old kickoff for the year. And um, next week I am sharing my 2022 marketing trends. So look for that podcast episode. I will see you, hang out with you over on Instagram. Thanks in advance for writing that review. And I hope to see you on the waitlist for the Academy. Happy New Year, y'all.